Hey, listeners, it's Jackie and Diana, the podcast known as Hires Hollywood. It's actually called Hires Hollywood, though. This is the podcast where each week or whenever we release our episodes, we pitch each other a show that Hollywood should be making. That was your lovely host, Jackie, and I am your host, Diana. And then um, here's my weekly, well, I guess, like, not weekly, as we've discussed, fun fact about Jackie. And I would say Jackie has a lot of collections of random things. Um, But one of my favorite things that she collects is, or that she has at her desk, is she has this cute um, little minion dude on her new desk. Is it a Pez dispenser? Am I making that up? No, it's totally a Pez dispenser. Okay, and I just, it just makes me smile, and it's just, just Jackie and Minions. I think it may have started with your yellow backpack. It was just, like, a, (laughs) meant to be. Meant to be. I have, before I moved to California, I, like, counted how many different Minion-esque things I had in my room, and it was nine nine they were like different different minions like there was the like the minion ceramic piggy bank uh after despicable me one there was the hallmark uh ornament license that's like a minion making a minion snowman out of itself uh i have more than one minion plush including the minion plush i got from despicable me one when it came in a special two disc special or maybe three disc special collection where if you squeeze its hand it laughs i really like minions do you know what, like, don't the minions have different names? Isn't one named, like, Bob? Yeah, they totally like, have, like, and they're all, yes. I love the minions. Like, I know that they were hated on Facebook that one summer, but they're so dumb, and they're so cute. What are your thoughts on, like, minion memes posted by, like, wine ants on Facebook? There is. I know t- you don't have Facebook, but. That's true. There is a time and place for all memes, but, like, Becca one night showed me, like, I guess in maybe August or September, there were a couple of us, and I was not aware of the severity of those wine and wine moms minion memes, and I was very overwhelmed in not a good way. I was partially disgusted, but to each their own, the internet, no one's been making censorship laws that actually work on the internet, so what can you do? But there's a time and place, folks. That's it. I just googled minion memes, and there's one that says, just stepped on a cornflake. Now I am officially a serial killer with a meme holding a ray gun. Or meme, a minion holding a ray gun. (laughs) And then there's a lot of, like, really inappropriate ones that... (laughs) That They're awful. I don't know why they're so... So, whatever. But you gotta say, in the first Despicable Me movie, when they, like, go to the minions, go to the Walmart, or whatever the Walmart is... That's such a good scene. It's so funny. Oh my gosh. You know what I like about um, those movies? It's the soundtrack. They're by Pharrell. Pharrell. So good. Happy is that 24-hour loop on YouTube. God, I, I just, oh, I can't deal with that. That song, I can't deal with it. it. It does keep going on. But yeah, I do like Despicable Me. I do like Rue. I think it's funny that Steve Carell, when asked what the accent for Gru is, he never says the same Eastern European country. He just says random countries. There is something to love for everyone in one of those movies. He tries to steal the moon, and he has a fart gun. What more could you ask for? 
Jackie, if you had a Sophie's Choice, the Minions in one hand and Baby Yoda in the other, which would you save? That is such a question. (laughs) Well, is it one Minion versus one Baby Yoda? Okay, the Minions are like, they have their arms linked like like that chain of monkeys Uh. game (laughs) from childhood. I really do not want to choose, but Baby Yoda is pretty sacred. So you would save Baby Yoda. Yeah, I would save Baby Baby Yoda. Wow, you should have saved the minions because if you let go of Baby Yoda, he could have used the Force and saved himself. <sighs> <laughs> and I think I'm going to move on to your fun fact. <laughs> yeah, um, we got Before a we, like, there. crawl more into our this or that, would you rather? Um, my fun fact for Diana is... She is A-plus gold star on troubleshooting. So for people to know about this podcast, Diana does all of the hard work. She does all the legwork for our social media accounts, for our email, for things like that. And when we started the podcast, Diana was like, Jackie, here's the information. I was like, great. I think Diana thought I was checking the information. Alas, I was not. So Diana does a lot of really great things in the podcast world and the real world but the one thing is is sometimes i'll get text messages where it's being like oh here's the issue i've already done a b c d e and done all these things or if i run into a technical issue i will text diana and she gives me genius answers and will walk me through it even when she's doing a million bajillion things so you should always know that diana is infinitely wise and will help you troubleshoot because she knows the pie chart oh my gosh you are too nice and you know what i just have the power of the google and um being a as our friend shane once described a mystery detective (laughs) where or no mystery police he couldn't think of the word detective so he called the mystery police and i just like to to solve mysteries and that's what troubleshooting is to my little noggin you know you have a big noggin do not sell yourself short I mean, you know, it is hard for my head to fit in standard size hats, but I think it's more my hair. (laughs) More to love, Diana. More to love. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Diana has a stellar, stellar idea for us this week. We missed last week, but I got a barrage of text messages earlier in the week, and I think Diana is super pumped to tell us what she's thought up in that big brain of hers. Or big head. my big hair is straight out of texas where coincidentally this next show is set dun 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 well part of it is okay so for my show i have this week this is gonna be sort of like a dramedy show like a lot of my favorite shows like there's a little bit of like lost in here but also my favorite movies so like a little bit of like groundhog's day yes, a please. little bit of like almost famous which is like one of the only movies i ever bought on dvd myself and didn't get as like christmas as a child and just a lot of things that i think are very they, these none of these sound connected but i promise you they are okay so I want you to envision this, okay? It is the year 2020, the current year. And we have a band on tour. This band that's on tour, it is one of the last remnants 
of the sort of 2005 to 2010-ish emo scene, right? They were super, not like an A-list band during the sort of like Fall Out Boy, My Chemical Romance scene, but they were like a B minus C plus list. Like they had a bit of name recognition. They had like one sort of hit song on the radio, but and a couple other slow burners. But they're what I'm hearing you say is that they're a Six Flags band. Yes, like a band. Did you, Jackie? Did you ever go to any of the concerts at Six Flags? No, but my friends did. My friends who went to Warp Tour and went to Fall Out Boy did go to Six Flags. I. I'm not a fan of roller coasters, so I stupidly was like, no. Oh, I definitely went to some Six Flags concerts, like the classy gal I am. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. I'm already sidetracked with my little ADD brain. Okay, but back to this. So this is sort of the band that is trying to make it work in 2020, but they're very much sort of a fading star. Fading star, should I say. You know, they're on this tour, they're promoting their latest album, um, but there's a lot of strife. So they go to their shows, their concerts, like you sort of see scenes of them playing these a lot smaller venues that people are sort of like watching, but they're not really super amped up. They're not completely full venues. The band's playing, but they're sort of like... Sometimes one of like maybe the guitarist is like drunk the whole time and the drummer's mm. like whatever. Like it's just they're not really playing with their all their soul, so to speak. They're just you can tell that they're on their way out. And this is probably gonna be their last tour, right? And the thing is they all are blaming each other for the band fading versus sort of them not keeping up with what's new what's current it's just that sort of like band turmoil you would see if you watch making the band ever Mm -hmm. (laughs) or any of those do you remember those on like mtv they would have like besides making the band but they'd also have like diary and it'd be like destiny's child and like britney Spears, and it'd be like them on the road for like a month like a mini biography i loved it it was so good but like (laughs) you would see like the drama this is only the drama parts of that so the band has like a lot of infighting there's obviously gonna be like the lead singer guitarist combo and there's gonna be like a drummer and a bassist like a rhythm guitarist i think you're like four people in the band that seems like a good number right quartet right or maybe five there'll be like a keyboard boardist because can the keyboardist also play the accordion or no what is it for ocean avenue Kitar. Kitar. Yeah, I'm it, always up for the Kitar. Or wasn't it Ocean Yellow Card had oh, the... Oh, violin? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're, like, the one that switches between instruments. Okay, here for it. Okay, so that's what... There's, like, it's a five-piece band. And so they're... So this is where it sort of starts, where the first episode, they... It's, like, the second-to-last show of their tour, and it's in Topeka, Kansas, because course it is and it's just sort of like this half empty arena not arena because they could never fill an arena it's like this half empty like sort of shitty venue on the you know 
wrong side of town, you know, some people are going, but crowd's not into it, no one's into it, they end the night, they go from the tour, back to that, back to the tour bus, they don't have, like, a nice tour bus anymore, it's just sort of this old tour bus, um, and everyone's just sort of, like, whatever, no one's talking to each other, when they talk, they just sort of fight, and they, like, are, like, you know, F you guys, like, you know, this was a shitty show, like, I'm done, this is, I'm tomorrow, and their next show is in Austin, it's gonna be their last show ever, basically, is what they decide, they're like, after Austin, we're done, we're, I'm over it, you guys are the worst, blah, 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 so this is like a whole, they've decided that they're done, okay, so, this big blow up, and then the bus is on its way, also, I imagine this bus just sort of look like a little retro, and it's like purple and sparkly, like a little glitter in the paint, here know? for it, right, like a little glamour, gotta add it, you gotta so, razzle dazzle, right, so on the bus is like obviously the band, and then it's the bus driver, and then it's their tour manager, and I imagine this tour manager, this is also part of the drama, is it's not their normal tour manager, um, it is someone that the record label hired for them, they fired their former tour manager, his name is like Teddy, right, and this new tour manager, I think is gonna be maybe like a younger gal, her name will be like, mm, I don't know, what's like a good millennial name, Jackie? Hmm. It has to be something that's spelled goofy. Yeah. Where it's like, it, it looks like your name is Katie, but it's like K-A-D-Y. Oh, like in Mean Girls? For, yes. Or I'm trying to think K- what other like kind of goofy way to spell something would be where you're like, your name is Rebecca. And they're like, no, my name is something completely tangential to maybe Rebecca. It's, maybe her name is like Ashley, but she does like the A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H way. Okay, thank you. That was exactly what I was going for. One of those like very obtuse spellings where you're like, it didn't have to be that hard. But she goes by like Ash or something like that. Oh, and they try and she tries to be to get them to call like her like Ash Ketchum, but no one will call her that. <laughs> or she wants to give herself that nickname, but they just call her Ashley. Okay. And she's yes. like, at least call me Ash. But they're like very whatever about it. And so she's and she's like the record labor hired her because she's trying to make them like cool and relevant and like post on social. She's really good at social media, but this is like her first tour she's ever led. So they all blame Ash for the tour not being good and then she's like i'm sorry you guys are a shitty 2005 wash up band and then they're like fuck you ash like it's a whole thing right so finally everyone's just like f it we're we're all going to calm down sleep whatever and they hit the road to austin texas right so during the night they're driving and all of a sudden the bus breaks down Okay, because of course, right? Because that's all they need. That's all they need. Like two a.m., right? And they're in like the middle of the a ghost town in Texas. And I've googled a list of Texas ghost towns. So are you going to tell us to... what the Google results were? At least page one, if not oh, page I have, three. No, I have a, a list of all the Texas ghost towns from A to Z. But like, if it's a ghost town, how do you know that it's not a ghost list? It's on Wikipedia. It's fine. It has to be true. It has to be true. So, Jackie, pick a letter from A to Z. K. Okay. 
So let's scroll down to K. And then H I J K. And then pick a number between 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 1 to 14. 7. They break down in Kimball, Texas. Huh. <laughs> Thank you for choosing via Wikipedia. And it's a ghost town in the yes. middle of Texas. And so they're like, cool, great, amazing. Just what we need, right? And the bus driver gets out and, like, he opens the hood of the bus and it's, like, all smoky and gross and all that, that trash and... You know, just, like, as you can imagine, right? And so while the bus driver's trying to, like, get the bus working and fixing, um, he's like, okay, like, we need to call AAA, we need to get a part. And so he's, like, working on that. Like, he's like, I barely have cell phone reception, so we need to get this going. And so the band guys are like, great, amazing. So they sort of, like, all get off the bus and sort of start walking around and try explore this ghost town. Um... And, like, they're creeping around, and, like, it's one of those scenes where you just sort of, like, you sort of, like, are, sh like, the camera's, like, coming from the back, if that makes sense, and you can tell, like, something's watching them. Scooby-Doo. It's, like, sort of eerie. Yeah, eerie as shit. And they just get, like, that sort of, like, weird vibes or whatever. And they're like, no, whatever, like, let's get back on the bus. There's something not right here, okay? So they get back on the bus, and they try to fall asleep, and... Um, in the morning, they finally wake up. The parts guy is here. They see this sort of, like, old pickup truck drive down, like, the one-lane road. And they're like, oh, thank God. The guy drops off the part, and they see this guy just drive away into the distance till they can't see him. The bus driver fixes the bus. He revs it up. Everyone's on the bus. And then they drive away out on that one-way road okay right so in and kimball texas in kimball texas and so they the driving past they see that thank you for visiting kimball texas hope you enjoy your stay sign right and then they're like fuck you kimball texas they're like flipping it off you know because they're all pissed because now they're gonna be late for their last show ever you know mm -hmm. and they're driving they're driving and then all of a sudden they see a welcome to Kimball, Texas sign. And they're like, what? Uh, did we just come from there? And they're like, okay, whatever. And then they realize they're back in the ghost town again. And they're like, hold on, hold on. Did we just drive in a circle? What the hell? And like the GPS is like, they don't have GPS, they don't have ser service. And the guy's like, no, I just, I drove straight. Like, this is weird. So the bus driver's like, okay, let's, let's keep going. So he keeps driving straight and he's just sort of like, speeds it out of there they see the thanks for visiting sign and they keep going they're about a mile out of town and then they see this welcome to sign again and then they're like what the hell is happening they're screaming at this point and they're screaming and the guy keeps going and going and then they realize that they're trapped and so is that the end the of episode one that's like no and so you see these guys just flooring it going through and through and through and screaming but the end is you pan out from this scene of this bus sort of driving you know flooring it down this road and then you see in the distance um the guy who delivered the part like the part man in the pickup truck mm -hmm. he's like standing in the distance like in the shade of a tree 
just like watching them like chewing on some grass and he like chuckles and he looks over to someone and he like smiles but you don't like see who he looks over to and then like goes to credits okay you have me hooked. <laughs> so if i understand you correctly the big conflict is how are they gonna get out of kimball texas an actual ghost town in texas yeah so they are stuck and they're like how the hell did this happen how did we get here how do they what's going on this is insane right like they thought they just broke down on their way and they were just pissed because they thought they were going to be late for the their last show ever you know they're like now they're gonna miss you know, it they're already right and that's even the bad part they're like they wanted to get this show done and over with so they never had to see these people again right because they're all hate each other and now they're stuck in a tiny bus in this band with this band of people that they cannot stand and they're just like this is a nightmare you know so okay next episode what it'd be and this is also gonna be like a short maybe like two or three season like show this isn't gonna be like an ongoing forever series but like the second episode like it starts with them like stop just in the middle realizing like we're stuck like what the hell do they have any Um, food they have what's ever on the bus right and so it's just a tour bus so it's towards the end of the tour but they still have like snacks and like water and things like that but they now they have to worry about like okay like the gas for the bus and like the things like that they do they need a ration it because they don't know what is going on they're like okay did we smoke some bad weed like what's going on do we take some bad drugs like or is this a mass hallucination you know like they immediately like check no one has like cell phone service everyone's phone's like not the highest of battery right now and everyone's like what the hell are we gonna do so and immediately they're like what what happened so they're like it has to be something with that part we got right like there's something evil so they try to like rip or so first they're like well maybe it's something with that so then they're like let's all just like figure out so one of the guys is like fuck it i'm just i'm walking out of this town and he just starts walking he's like no i'm running so he just starts and this is like maybe the the main lead singer guy and he just starts at a sprint running towards the goodbye or goodbye from Kimball, Texas, thanks from visiting sign. And you see him running, he gets smaller and smaller and he thinks he's out, he thinks he's out. And then all of a sudden he sees the welcomed Kimball sign and he like starts crying, you know, and he's like, Oh my god, this is a nightmare. So he's like, It's not the part. It's it's something evil about this town, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just like and they also get that sense from time to time where they're like because I remember the night before that someone was watching them, so they sort of get that sense every now and then that they're like, what's going on? They're like, is anyone there? Can you hear us? Et cetera, et cetera. And they're like going crazy, right? And um, also during this, this isn't like Groundhog's Day where they're just reliving the same day. It's that time is passing like normal in the in like this like this place and in like the outside world. Good to know. Um. And I think there'd be, like, cut scenes to the outside world where, like, they'd say something. They're, like, because they have no idea what's happening, right? They're, like, and you'll sort of see things from the outside world that 
is a different perspective, if that makes sense. They're going to be like, you know, because they'll be like, who the hell cares? Like, no one's going to come, would come and see our final show anyway. No one gives a shit about this band anymore. Blah, 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 blah. And then you, like, cut to, um, the real world where you sort of see, like, a breaking news report that, you know, this, and you haven't come up with a name for this band. I mean, anyways, is that the name? And you said that's not the name of the show, and the tour is not the name of the show. No. Let me Google emo band name generator. Um, but, right, so, like, they're thinking no one misses them, right? And then it cuts to, oh, yeah, it cuts to the breaking news, and then it's, like, shows, like, okay, this band is missing, and the world is searching for them without a trace, like, biggest mystery. It's, like, a number one, like, trending topic. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just sort of like, oh my gosh, what do we do? You know? Um, okay. Anyway, so yeah, so they, people, so people, so like you cut to the scene, people are like, oh no, we're, they miss him so much, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like super, super wild. Right. And then, um, but back to here. And I think the big thing here is like what you'll see in the show is, um, as you'll realize that the bandmates' perspectives on things, like, they're gonna be somewhat unreliable narrators, because they're sort of trapped in their own heads, so to speak. Okay. And their perspectives are not necessarily the truth. So I think one way the show will show that is, like, they're always shitting on their new tour manager, Ash, right? And they're like, you're the worst, no one likes you, you're bad at your job, right? They always say these things, like, Teddy, our old manager, was amazing. Like, he was the best guy. He always had our back. He was, like, he was, like, a dad to us, right? And Teddy was, like, their manager for the last, you know, 15 years or so before this tour, right? And then, but then you'll, again, you'll cut to those real-world scenes, and then you'll sort of see that what Teddy's now doing is he is on all these shows that are trying to like on CNN and all the you know MSNBC and Fox News whatever where they're talking about this man's disappearance he's now like the talking head guy who's like mm. talking about the band and revealing like these sordid details and scandals and crying and pretending he misses them meanwhile raking in the cash for all the exclusives and he's like writing a memoir like they're dead you know even though no one knows so and then you realize too in like other cut scenes that he's like talking to other people that during the career he actually embezzled money from the band and that he prevent or prevented them from some of their songs were going to be hits and he like actually prevented parts of their career from taking off because it would benefit him more so it's one of those things where you can sort of see that this band is not the most reliable their truth isn't the ultimate truth does that make sense yeah and then yeah and teddy's gonna be like one of the like not villains per se but like villains i guess also oh my god he should be he's like 
really he should be like having an affair with like one of their wives on Aww. the other side it's like something awful because you want him to be like a real scumbag okay but still i know i just like real bad scumbag guys because well not like in shows obviously <laughs> <laughs> not in real life though they can go get bent but um but i think you'll want to see like a lot of the people that they like classify as like bad people are actually like not bad or they're like neutral and a lot of people that they're like oh these are the people who had our backs and they're amazing are actually sort of like not the greatest not good you know and i think it'll once they sort of start piecing things together because you'll sort of see the band hasn't communicated where they all know like one piece of something and it's not until they put it piece it together can they figure out like this sort of the reality of situations if that makes sense yeah, I think sometimes you have to get lost in order to get found. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think another big thing will be that the band hasn't played any music together. They'll play at their show together. And, like, you'll see in Flash. Because I think there'll be a lot of flashbacks, too. Like, them playing together and things like that. But, like, in the present day, they'll never be, like, actually, like, performing together, if that makes sense. You'll yeah, see. Maybe, I hope at some like, point they do. Well, they'll get there, but, like, in the f- definitely when they're first in the episodes, you'll see the drummer will have his drumsticks and just be, like, you know, drumming on his shoe or on the ground or something, and the guitarist will be, like, strumming and the singer will be singing, but they'll never be doing it together, if that makes sense. Okay. Until you sort of get towards the end of the season, and they've sort of, like, been able to work out some beef, and, um then they're able to start making, like, songs together again. Like, that'll be, like, a big, like, arc there, or a big turning point for them. And I think also while this is happening, again, because we talked about how there's going to be this ghost town isn't exactly a ghost town, if that makes sense. Dun, too. dun, dun. Where they're going to have that sense of feeling that they're being watched and things like that. And it won't be revealed right away who, like, the guy with the part is and things like that. And if these people are even, like, I think they'll be, like, this cliffing or, like, are these people real? Are they ghosts? Like, what's the hot scoop here? But it will be, like, this very, like, insular community that is... And, like, you'll learn about their motives, like, later in the season and series. Like, are these people good or bad people? You won't really know. Like, it's like, do you remember Lost? Yes. And do you remember, oh, my God, what's the name of the character who, is it Ben? I Googled it to make sure. Okay, but, yeah, who he was on Lost. But the point was, like, he's one of those people where you never knew if he was good or bad. Okay, back to the show. Okay, so yeah, you don't know if these people who are, like, hiding in the ghost town shadows are good or bad, but, like, the band band boys are, like, they can tell that they're, they're, they're not alone, and they get, like, hints and, like, from time to time. Like, because, like, they take up shop in some of these old abandoned buildings, but then, like, they'll start finding, like, 
notes or scraps or like basically like little hidden messages that they're from these people and I think there'll be one I want to say like a a kid almost from this ghost town who's really maybe not a kid but like a 12 to 13 year old boy or something who is wanting to try to make contact with these guys because like he's a youth like he knows who these people are and he's trying to do it in secret because the other ghost I'm gonna just call them the ghosts the other ghosts are like no you can't do this like you can't reach out to them they need to figure it out for themselves but he's just a little boy and he's just like no I need to help them you know but I think they'll sort of be revealed as, I don't know, I think it's, I want it to sort of be like, like you never fully understand the, I want to say like, I guess magic or like sort of whatever that gets them stuck there. Like I always sort of think it's sort of like you want the magic to stay magic. I don't like when it's like, well, it's because there's a rip in the space-time continuum and blah, blah, you know what I mean? <laughs> we all know how you feel now, Diana. <laughs> well, no, I don't like when people, like, it's over-explained. No, I know. Because I, I think when you try to explain it, then people are like, well, um, that can't be happening because of the, you know, third no, I get law it. of what, you know what I mean? Like, you sort of just want Let it to mystery be, be mystery. Yeah. And I think you'll sort of have to wait for to sort of figure out, okay, are these other people friend or foe? Do they reveal themselves? And, like, what do they actually want from this band that's there? And, like, did they get... I think part of the mystery is, like, you'll sort of see towards the end is, like, they will get introdu introduced to, like, the boy and, like, his mom. And they'll try to unravel the mystery is if the family... If the boy and the mom are stuck there too or if they're there by choice do you know what I mean like that'll mm -hmm. be sort of like a parallel plot and I That's assume happening. moving on to the theme song that the band performs the theme song am I correct in this no <laughs> okay I'm very wrong in this but do you want to explain what you had in mind I mean I feel like it's not gonna be Lana Del Rey for once because every other episode we're like it's Lana Del Rey I mean, so um, see me. Summertime sadness. Summertime sadness. No, but I think I want it to be... Because the song is going to be like... Because the band is like a 2000-whatever-five emo-y band. So I sort of think I want the soundtrack... Or not the soundtrack, the theme song to be similar. But not like by the band. I sort of want it to be very drama. Like something like a My Chemical Romance. Like Okay. Something, or you know I love me them Fallout Boys. I know you really, really love Fallout Boy. But, like, I would sort of love it to be, like, an iconic, like, sugar we're going down. Okay. I want the tour to be something like the magical, mis not the mystery, you know what I mean? How they no, have, I, like, get the, I get it. Where I think it needs to be something where it's like the end of the road tour Ooh, end of the road Ooh. tour and i think the name of the show will have to be something like the name of 
maybe it just should be the name of the town and be like Kimball. Okay. For now, that's what it's called. And then, like, the, the little last piece will be, like, Welcome to Kimball. And then on the reverse side, it says, Thanks for visiting Kimball. Yeah. I think it's I think it sounds like a hit. I think it would be. And you, like you said, it's three seasons. Diana has all of the plans. And for the Hollywood executives who are listening, who are like, How is this show not already on the air? You can contact us because Diana has all of the deets that didn't make the show. Oh, yes. Email us at hollywood.com. Oh, wait, hire, wait, email us at hireushollywood at gmail.com or tweet us at hireushollywood or Instagram DM us at hireushollywood. Basically, anything at hireushollywood, just come find us. And if you have some epic name, come right at us because we want to hear it. Yeah, maybe your brains work better than ours. Who knows? To be determined. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone.